have a small topic here. Be contented with wisdom of God. Be contented with the wisdom of God. You know, if you are not contented, Bible says godliness with contentment is what? It's a great gain. What will make you want to function in another ministry, another man ministry, is because you are not contented. You are not satisfied. You don't have that self-satisfaction in your own calling. And if you don't look inward, you will not know that you have something that God has deposited in you. You are envious in one another's ministry, which is not so. Let us just go a little bit in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. We'll read 10 to 16. 12 to 16. That's verse what? No, I have not come to write to 21. I say verse 12 to 16. 20. 12 to 16. Yes. It started with 16. No. Okay. Second Corinthians. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, 10. 10. Mm. For we dare not make ourselves. Mm-hmm. When they measure themselves by one another mm-hmm. and compare themselves with one another, they are without understanding. Mm, that runs we will not boast beyond meaning, mm. but we will but we'll keep to the Which version is that? I would like King James Version, please. Thanks of yeah. We dare not make ourselves of the number mm. or compare ourselves with some that do not commend themselves. But they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. Are not wise. But will not boast of things without our measure. Mm-hmm. But according to the measure of the rule which God has distributed to us, a mm-hmm. measure to reach even unto you. Unto you. For we stretch not ourselves beyond our measure, and mm-hmm. though we reach not unto you. Mm-hmm. For we are come as far as to you also in preaching the gospel of Christ, mm-hmm. not boasting of things without our measure, that is, of our of other men's level. Mm-hmm. But having hope where your faith is increased, that we shall be enlarged mm-hmm. by you according to our rule abundantly. Yeah. 
16. To preach the gospel in the regions beyond you, and not to boast to, and not to boast in another man's lines of things made ready to our hand. Okay, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You see, Paul is talking about how he cannot boast himself in other man's labor. But if he wants to boast yourself in another man's labor because you have that mind of comparing yourself with another man, somebody is in his own part of ministry and he's doing it. Oh, I want to sing like Pastor Matthew. Oh, he has got an album. Ah, maybe I'll go get my own album. You're not wise. You want to boast yourself in another man's ministry. You are not wise. Comparing yourself with yourself, you are limiting yourself. Because your fingerprints, nobody has that same fingerprint. Mm -hmm. About six billion people, God creates everybody with a unique fingerprint. Tells you that you have a unique purpose to fulfill in your life. And if you want to make your fingerprint to look like another man's fingerprint is a counterfeit. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really work. So if what will make you want to feel like being in another man's shoe because why you don't have self-satisfaction. So if you are in a ministry that you are doing and you don't have self-satisfaction in what you are doing, you are not contented with what you are doing, you want to be in another man's shoe. And you become envious. You know ministry, you know, you know flow in your own calling. But when you look inwardly within you, what has God deposited in me? What has God deposited in me? And when you look inwardly and you be satisfied with that, and when you bring it out, you see that it blesses people. It will bless people. And when you bless people, you are satisfied. Whether you are making money with it or you are not making money with it, but you are satisfied. Amen. Amen. You know, this ministry of now, me teaching and teaching maths, I didn't know that that was an added gift in me. But how come I found myself now teaching that much? You know, Pastor Zuna is a prophetic person. When God called me into ministry, we know ourselves as we're called into the ministry. But one day, his sister came and he was counseling his sister, counseling his sister. Unknown to me, he just called me and said, Pastor Kingsley, help teach this girl mathematics. I've never told him that <laughs> I went to school. We met there in construction sites. How did he know that this construction man can teach mathematics? And I started it just like that, in obedience. Before I realized the thing turned to a school. But now the thing is coming to the point that I do it freely, happily. Now somebody says, oh, you can monetize it. <coughs> this uh, brother Frank that comes here. He said, let me, because schools were applying for me, on, they are calling me, 150 is waiting me here, this is waiting me here, 180 is waiting me here. Did it? I looked at her, so what should I do? The guy came and told me that, ah, you can be doing this thing online. He said, if I have a good phone, uh -huh, show me a place in Facebook. All of you know, I said, okay, let me test it and see. I was just trying to test it. I was teaching something. People like, like, just commented that very day, I was just... Even my sister in the United States, eh, wow, wow, wow. People are happy. I said, I said, this one is being a trash. <laughs> in a trash, people are happy with it. Mm. I said, no. But although I taught some important things that used to be challenging in children of primary schools, and primary school children came and were like, 
there's a part of the topic long division. Most of them don't really know it. So when I was giving it out, they, they were blessed. And people out there were like, ah, this thing is good, this thing is good. I said, no, that's not, I was just testing something. My people say, no, leave it, I've deleted that part. I said, I'll make a better video. And when I start teach, I can teach this, 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 this. It's only flowing. It's only flowing. Not using bujos, it's flowing. Until I say, ah, you should then go. The students say, no, I'm not going. Until the doctor say, ah, allow Pastor King to rest. I'm not complaining. But if it is not your calling, you'll be stressing doing it. I want to be like whosoever that is doing something that is, ah, it's moving market. Mm -hmm, you want to, but why? I'm satisfied in my own calling. In the Ministry of Welfare, I'm satisfied with it. God has put something in us that if we look, we know that this is my calling. I'm so passionate with people. At one point in time, I was looking at myself, I judged myself, I said, God, I don't like this kind of heart you give me. How am I too feeling for people like this? If I see somebody messed up, somebody, I feel, I went to one day and I was crying. I said, why, why am I crying for this person? The heart, the heart is too compassionate and too loving. I don't like to see another person oppressing another person. And I was like, how can I correct this person? How can I talk to this person? I said, God, take away this heart from me. I don't want this kind of heart. But those are what my sister was saying, that God has put something in you, which is what you make to find your calling. So the Ministry of Welfare, we do it need without stress. But if you want to find yourself in it, it's a stress. You'll not be able to Ah, that bread. No, don't give it to them. Because even the children come into the house now, when we teach them, oh, they are hungry. We still give them food to eat. And somebody that is there will not be, ah, you cannot, why couldn't you do this? The person might get angry. No, 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 no. You better send them away. But it's our joy doing it. It is our joy doing it. I cannot see somebody in starvation. And I have, and I close my bowl of compassion. It doesn't go like that. You find yourself in your own purpose. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's see Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 to 17. So when am I stopping? Okay. Ephesians 5, 15 to 17. Mm. See them that give up circumspectly, mm, not, not as, as fools, mm. as wise, mm -hmm. redeeming the time, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Mm. Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Good. Continue to seventeen. And be not drunk with no, okay, that's the 17. He said, Be no unwise, but knowing what the will of the Lord is. Be not unwise, but know what the will of the Lord is. How do you know that? How do you know what the will of the Lord is? See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore, be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. 
before you want to come to understand what the will of the Lord is, you need wisdom. That is a prayer, prayer Paul pray in the, this verse, a very efficient chapter 1, verse 17. He said that the eyes of your understanding be open, that you may know the hope of your calling. The hope of your calling. God calls you with a hope. God calls each and every one of us with a hope. But if you are a foolish person, you not you not know the hope which God called you for, and you'll be serving in another man's ministry. You'll be serving in another man's ministry. Why I went to missionary field in Cameroon to help other ministry. As we were helping the ministry, the ministry started from zero to grew. At the point in time, the pastors there, the overseer, they wanted to retain me. They were feeling like, but the day I let Brother Berry know the vision which I have for our own ministry, he was marveled. He said, wow. So they were trying to see how they would allow me to hold that ministry to be there forever. The overseer will call me. I say, you have to take permission to my senior pastor, the overseer, who sent me here. If he will permit, the man could not have God to speak to Pastor Dina. He said, don't worry, I'll call him. Don't worry, I'll call him. When time he got, he told me I have, to, I have to leave. One day, Brian was, no knowing that I was in the bedroom, I hear him telling the man. They were talking in the, in the, in the phone. He said, if you allow this pastor to go, you will never say pastor to pastor this ministry again, no? Don't allow him go. If you hear the vision this man has for their own ministry, my brother, nobody can stay with this kind of ministry. Their own vision is great. So do, just do all things to make sure that he doesn't travel back to Nigeria so that he can stay here with this church and grow this church for us. I was just here hearing as well. So they were hearing the vision we have and he's panicking that the vision cannot tally with me with, the, with their own vision. And truly, I've tried to serve. Many other ministers have called me to serve, and I cannot fit myself there. Because what? I don't have passion for that vision. It is not my calling. Minister, everybody has their own call. But how come me, I met Pastor Zuna in the field of construction, I was just telling my encounter. I don't know how it comes, I was just opening up the encounter I have with in that hospital that day. And Pastor, this, this is what I'm talking about. Come and share in the night vigil. And when I went to share in the night vigil, what the Lord told me, I saw it happen in their face, physically. I said, God, this is what I'm told you. I'll show you, man. From that day, we never parted. From that day, we never conflict. I don't know whether he knows that this is a disciple I work with. But I'm living in Akoka. In a living, he's living in Ago. But we are relating. Since that 208 to your date, we are relating. And I'm happily working with him. Why? Because it is the vision of my calling. I'm fulfilling my own ministry, the ministry of welfare. I'm happy in it. If you call me to go and serve in another church which is not welfare, I will not flow, to be honest. I will not flow. The grace of a pastor is there, but my measure is welfare. I love to see people being helped. Love to see people come in the house of God. You know, the poor are being taken care of. And by so doing, the Lord will be added to the church. As you see here, it happens. You don't stress. 
We don't stress to evangelize, to bring people to God. No. There's a way you do it when you are with God, you are working with God. It is God that added to the church. The ministry of welfare does not have a stress of evangelism. If you see in Acts chapter 2, use Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 4, that verse 42 to, uh, to the end there, that was the part of my scripture. In the lack nothing. Acts 2. And they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayer. It's a ministry of what? Fellowship. They break bread and prayer. Do we break bread here? Yes. We are breaking bread every time. They say they continue steadfastly. Steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and the fellowship. And they are breaking bread and they were in prayer. Do you find this ministry with all this there? Just this 42 years, do you find this ministry participating in these things here? Does this ministry find itself here? Yes, do people fellowship? Yes, do people break bread? Yes. Do we take this place as a place of prayer? Okay. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. Have many wonders and signs been done in this ministry? Have many wonders and signs been done in this ministry? And all the believers were together and had all things in common. That is what we are trying to see, that we are together and have all things in common. We are trying to fulfill this part of the scripture. Because when God was speaking to me in that vision, he was showing me these scriptures that this is what he wants the church to look like. The Bible says, And they sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had needs. And they continued daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God, having favor with all men. And the Lord do what? Add it. And the Lord do what? Daily such as should be. So people who come here is the Lord. People who come here is the Lord. Is the Lord adding. I do pray prayer in the house. I say, Lord, don't bring people here where you don't have their solution here. So everyone that comes here, I respect that it is God that is adding. And I don't joke with them. Because I have not went and bring them here. For me to make that one soul go back, I have seen something like that happen. I went and I was crying in the house. Somebody makes some souls went back and I wept. I was in deep tears, I'll tell you the reality. I could not contain myself. When I saw the person go, it pains me because this scripture has been broken. Something that God is adding and you are pushing away. I wept, then I get to say, God, take away this heart from me. I don't need this kind of heart. Let me be like the other people. That they can drive away soul and they feel comforted. They don't bother. Why can I not be like that? Why am I bothered? I like, am I mad? Because if you want to bother too much, sometimes you become an enemy to somebody. 
I'm pushing people. Why, why are you bringing them back? Become an enemy. For peace to be reigned, I have to accept it. So, but should that be should that be the case? We should respect those who God is adding to the church. That is the vision of this commission. It's a mission, it's a commission that stands in the will of God. And we yourself, you're seeing that how God is working with this commission. So we should have fear. Bible says fear was upon all them. Do you find the place of fear? If you're in the commission, you have not got fear, you're not yet started to. Because I serve here with fear. Everything I do here with fear. If you're still here, you're doing anyhow, and there's no fear, read that place again. Bible says, verse 43 says, And fear came upon every soul. I've preached about the fear of God here. Fear, you are, you, we, we are here, you are not seen. Fear has not come upon you. Is this scripture fulfilled? The Bible says, And fear came upon every soul. That part of fear. You will see some certain things happening in the house of God. You know that this is God. What will make you? You will fear. You fear. People just speak against anointed man of God. Say, ah, I fear. Because they have no God fear. And they are missing it out. God will say, were well, you not afraid to speak against my servant? Who says? People be a speaker. Speak like that. Challenge man of God. Fear. No fear. We are missing out. Be careful. Because this ministry has a scripture that it is following. I've said it over and over again. This scripture that Jesus Christ says in this John chapter 13, verse 32. I do show you people the scripture. Sometimes you think that that is just, it's just a written scripture. But Jesus was prophesying something. Pastor Dono said this ministry is a minister of close the age. You think it's a joke? If God be glorified in him, Jesus, God shall also glorify in himself. God shall also glorify him in himself, God. And shall straightway glorify him. And shall what? Straightway glorify him. This is the minister how to glorify God on planet. This is the minister how to glorify Jesus on planet. Jesus has known it before. This scripture, you think that. That and shall straightway glorify him. Who do, do you think it is? This is a prophetic ministry. So anything this ministry is doing is giving glory to God. The other day we were talking about uh, the, 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 the drama here. Yes, the man repeat, oh, thank God, though, thank God, though, the poor that you have ministered to them under the welfare act, they'll be thanking what? They are glorifying God. God is, God, God is glorified. The church left the arms of welfare because the enemy attacks it. Because that is where you are really, the ministry that is really showing the full flesh of the love of God on planet Earth. It is representing God in full, in, in, in the word be made flesh. You are seeing it here. The word be made flesh. That is how God is being glorified. So for you, if you are not queuing in the vision of this commission, you might end up perishing. Because Bible says where there is no vision, the people will perish. It is a place. 
And if you are in that commission and you do not flow with the vision of that commission, you might end up perish, but the, the, the whole boat will not perish. Maybe, I don't know how you might jump out like Jonah and find yourself in the world's belly. Except you have to pray hard. Praise God. So, I pray that we should be wise and know what the will of the Lord is. We should be wise and know what the will of the Lord is. Knowing the hope of our calling. Each and everyone has a calling. Each and every one of us has a calling. I've said it. He said, even them will I bring to my house of prayer. So everyone that is coming here, it is God bringing. If we fear God, we will respect that which God is bringing. Because we have not made any effort to evangelize, to bring flyers, to bring them here. My pastor is saying that people came here yesterday, they were coming from far. Sometimes they will come and meet me here in prayer. I say, ah, who told you about this place? He said, ah, I went to one other ministry. They say, oh, the only place you get a solution here is to come here. I say, hey, another church direct the member to come to this church, to come to this fellowship. That is where you get a solution. I marvel. It is God that orchestrated that step to be there. So we should find ourselves in wherever area we are called to serve. Like my sister says, <laughs> I'm not this, I'm a child of God. And God sent me here. I was happy to hear that. He said, when God told me, and if God is speaking to a child of God, you know that God is speaking to me. If you don't obey, you lost your peace. Except God has not spoken to you once. If you don't obey, you, you, <laughs> you know that God has spoken to you, you must obey. So she came here on her own. Actually, she asked Pastor, the pastor didn't call me here. Eh? Pastor did not call her. Pastor did not call her. I didn't call her. I just found her. I went and found her. I respect. Because why? I know the scripture which is being fulfilled. That's why I have respect for every one of you. And I love you all. Because you are too dear to God. Praise the Lord. Amen. You are too dear to God. You are not by mistake that you are here. And let nobody talk you out. I encourage you. Because it is a Lord that is what? Adding to the church. That first 42 I show you. Do you find straight way there? You find straight way there. You find it. Now, next thing. You see God added Fear. We need fear. If you are here, you are not fearing. You might. <laughs> it's, a, it's a risk. It's a risk to serve under a commission that God is operating in it. Full flesh like this. And you lose fear. You can be destroyed. You can be destroyed. There's one young man among us was like, just, he was naked with Pastor and I said, ah, bros, this thing you are making like this, so you are supposed to have been very high. Because you lost fear of this man in God. And he realized what I was telling him. He sit up. Not taking the man of God casual. Not taking him common. That's why his destiny is that open. Because he lacked that fear. Bible the fear of the Lord is what? The beginning of wisdom. Let's see Philippians 3.15 and Proverbs 18.1. Mm-hmm. Minded. God shall reveal 
even this unto you. If you are minded, if you are minded with the truth, you are minded about your ministry, God shall reveal these things to you. He shall reveal you the hope of your calling. If you are minded. And how can you know that you will be minded? And how can you gain that wisdom? Proverbs 18.1. I'm running with it. For you to be minded, not to be foolish, to be, to be wise. Proverbs 18 verse 1. Mm-hmm. Through desire a man, having separated himself, mm-hmm. seeking and intermined, intermediate, and intermediate with all wisdom. Through desire. You, do you desire your ministry? Do you desire to flow in your ministry? You have to separate yourself and be with God. If you desire to see your ministry fulfilled, separate yourself and be with God. That is why you intermediate with all wisdom. Then God shall reveal this purpose of your ministry to you. And when he reveal it to you, you'll be able to function in your area of calling. But if you don't have that desire for your ministry to be fulfilled and separate yourself to be with God, for God to reveal these things to you, you'll still be moving in the dark. And fitting yourself in people's shoes. Playing that which we are not called to play. Doing that which you are not called to do. You will have desire for knowing your purpose, the hope of your calling. When you have that desire to know the hope of your calling, you separate yourself and intermediate with all wisdom. With the wisdom of God, then God shall reveal these things unto you. And you find your place. And be contented. And serve God with fear and tremble. So shall it be. Amen. Amen. So I want us just to pray a short prayer. Father, Father, do not allow me to waste my life in area where you do not call me. Father, do not allow me to waste my life in the area where you do not call me as my ministry. Do not allow me to waste my life in the area where you not called me. Oh my God, help me. Help me. Help us. That you don't waste, I don't waste our time in the area we don't call us. Father, I thank you. And the next prayer point is, Father, grant me grace to separate myself and intermediate with all wisdom so that you can reveal the purpose for my calling in the name of Jesus Christ. Grant me grace to separate myself. Grant me grace to separate myself and intermediate with all wisdom to know where you have called me. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. May so be it in Jesus' name. Amen.